So I wasn't in a coma, but I was in this stage that they call post-traumatic amnesia. So that happens after head injuries. And post-traumatic amnesia basically is the period after a head injury where the person doesn't know who they are or where they are or what's going on. They're just kind of lost. So I was in that state for a prolonged time. When my heart is torn asunder And my world just falls apart Lord, you put me back together And lift me up to where you are Jeff Hawksford is a very different man today from the one who was almost killed in a traffic accident. He shares his ongoing story with us on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. My co-host, Phil Fleischman, enjoying a week of vacation. Jeff is still adjusting to the new normal for his life. And a little later in this episode, you'll hear Billy Graham share how God can give you a spiritual new normal that's better than you ever imagined. A radical change is needed in every person to find true or real fulfillment in this life, to be acceptable to God, to enter God's kingdom. More from Billy Graham in a few minutes. Or if you'd like to learn right now about how you can enter God's kingdom, pay a visit to findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. It was spring, so weather was good. Like The sun was out. Yeah, it was a nice day. It was May 3rd, 2012, a day that would forever change Dr. Jeff Huxford's life. And at that point, married nine years, we had two kids at the time. My son was in kindergarten, and my daughter was uh, her last year of preschool. I started working right out of residency in 2006 at this family practice clinic in my wife's hometown of DeMott, which is in northwest Indiana. I was working there six years, and I was really doing exactly what I kind of picture myself doing. It's what I kind of envision. Jeff's faith in Christ was an important part of his life. He and his wife, Jackie, were involved in their church and in their community. Thursday was my day off. And at the time, there was a neighborhood garage sale going on in our neighborhood. So my wife and my daughter were running that. My son was in kindergarten. And that morning, my father-in-law called me. He, he worked at an Ace Hardware. He called me and said, uh, they had some hanging baskets. He knew my wife was in the in the market for some hanging baskets to get for her house. So um, I ran in by myself to town, picked those up, and that was the last thing I remember. Jeff's able to describe what happened next only because other people have filled him in on the details. So I was heading home from the hardware store, went through a four-way stop. It was a, flash, a big flashing red light. I went through, and uh, a truck came through the other way, and... Uh, didn't stop and rammed into my passenger side and ran me into a, there was like a concrete utility pole that held up the flashing red light. So the, his truck, he was in a big work truck, ran me, I was in a big truck as well. He ran me into the concrete pole and kind of wrapped me around it. And the driver's side is what struck the concrete pole. My head went through the driver's side window, hit the pole and 911 was called and the, uh, EMTs and the paramedics arrived, and I was. Uh, they called for a helicopter. A helicopter came and uh, flew me to Chicago. 
One of the paramedics who worked on Jeff that day was named Mike. A number of people told Jeff that he might not be alive today if it wasn't for Mike. They described him as an exceptionally good paramedic. Later, Jeff got to talk with Mike. He normally did not work in our area. He normally worked farther north, maybe closer to Chicago. But he was filling in for somebody that day. He said there were several times he thought he was going to lose me, but he would try something that, you know, he maybe tried before, maybe, and everything he tried worked and kept me alive. <laughs> so, yeah, for, for the first, I'd say for the first few hours, maybe a day or so, they weren't sure if I would survive. But after that, I don't think they thought he had anything life-threatening, but there were always, there were concerns for a long time about if I'd wake up or, and once I woke, even after I woke up, they were, there was a long time they weren't sure how, how much I'd get back. When my heart is torn asunder And my world just falls apart Lord, you put me back together And lift me up to where you For the first day or so, doctors weren't sure if Jeff was going to survive. And then when he stabilized, they weren't sure what his recovery would look like. So I wasn't in a coma, but I was in this stage that they call post-traumatic amnesia. So that happens after head injuries. And post-traumatic amnesia basically is the period after a head injury where the person doesn't know who they are or where they are or what's going on. They're just kind of lost. So I was in that state for a prolonged time. The post-traumatic amnesia lasted for about two weeks. Then it was another two weeks or so before Jeff was able to go home. He was anxious to get back at being a doctor. I knew I couldn't work for a while. That, that was understood. But I knew eventually I was going to get back to work and everything was going to be just fine and back to how it was before. Five months after his accident, Jeff went back to work. But he began to realize that something wasn't right. I was able to do my job and, and I practice good medicine, but I started noticing that when I was trying to explain to people what I was doing or what medicines I was giving them or why I was giving them certain medicines, I could not explain to them what I was doing. It wasn't that Jeff didn't know what he was doing. It was that he couldn't find the words to explain what he was doing. He also began to realize he could no longer multitask. I had to do one thing at a time, look at one chart at a time or talk to one person at a time. I couldn't have two conversations with a nurse and with a patient at the same time. I, could, I just couldn't do it. I had to be really focused on what I was doing. I couldn't do things like I used to do it. After about three years back on the job, Jeff had to stop working altogether. It was becoming clear to Jeff that the normal he had hoped to regain right after his accident wasn't going to return. I think about a year out was when I really started realizing, like, man, this is this is this is changing everything for me. My life is never going to be the same. Like, it's all the stuff that I thought I'd get back, the stuff that's going to get normal again. It's not going to happen. So when that happened, um, I went through all kinds of emotions. Jeff's dealt with things like depression, anxiety, obsessive compulsiveness, grief, and certainly frustration. But he's also experienced a new excitement about his faith. It all happened during a conference he attended with his wife about a year after the accident. After that, I wanted to learn everything I could learn. I wanted to read the Bible. I wanted to talk about my faith and talk about what was going on in my life. And I was still working at the time, so it was kind of cool because I started being more willing to share my faith and pray with my patients at at my job. And it just changed a lot of things for me. It was one of those wake-up calls that I didn't didn't ask for. (laughs) I didn't think I I really needed, but um, God knew I needed it. 
it was kind of like God was giving me a second chance to do things a little differently. A couple of years later, when Jeff had to stop working, he decided to share his faith by telling people how God had worked through his accident. But that proved to be a challenge because of his brain's inability to find the right words fast enough. So someone suggested a different approach. They said, why don't you try writing this stuff out? When people have things to say, but they can't get it out, sometimes they make a journal. And so um, I kind of laughed at that idea at first because I had never been a writer before. I'd never been one to sit down and journal, but I decided I was going to give it a shot. So I started doing that maybe a month or so after I stopped working. Once I kind of got over the shock of not working anymore, I started doing that. And uh, it was a really good outlet for me. That journaling would eventually be turned into a book. It's titled Finding Normal, An Uninvited Change, An Unexpected Outcome. Jeff wasn't in any hurry to write a book. That was until his doctors told him that his cognitive function could start to see a significant decline. It's tough to think about. Um, when I start having those thoughts, I just go back to believing that, you know, God saved my life that day. I probably should not have survived the accident. And I'm doing so much better than anybody thought I would do. Why can't God do another miracle? And at the same time, that's why I decided to do it, because um, now I have the ability to do it right now, so I'm going to do it that way. If it, if it comes to a point where I can't tell my story and I can't explain these things to people that I have written down and don't know what I went through or what, what I learned. Throughout his entire ordeal, Jeff says that his wife Jackie has been amazing. And Jackie always points to the power of the Holy Spirit. I tell people all the time that if the tables had been turned and she'd have been the one that had been the accident, I don't think I would have handled it nearly as well. I guess the day of the accident and like she was able to really, she kept things together and uh, people ask her all the time, how'd you do that? And she says, you know, the Holy Spirit's one that helped her think that day and uh, the peace that surpasses all understanding was able to, to get, her, get her through it, help her to think logically and think about what she needed to do next. The Holy Spirit has also been working in Jeff's life. He says his understanding of what it means to be a Christian is quite different now than it was before the accident. I was so fixated on I got to do all these things or I got to not do all these things. So when I die, I can go to heaven. That was kind of my main goal. My main goal was on heaven and not to, not to say that heaven's going to be far greater than anything, anything we have here, but there's so much, there's so many things that God has called Christians to do down here on earth. Um, he wants us to partner with him through the Holy spirit to, to bring as much heaven to earth now as we can. This is the star. Of something amazing A moment when heaven touches earth Here in our hearts Lord, we are waiting For something that's far beyond What we have seen or heard Did you catch what Jeff just said? God wants us to partner with him through the Holy Spirit to bring as much heaven to earth now as we can. You do that when you live your life totally surrendered to Jesus Christ. Would you like to know more about what that looks like? 
You can find out at our website. It's findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Many people, maybe even you, know what it's like to have to find a new normal after a major life change. Jeff certainly has, and he has something to say about it in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I read about a woman who tried her driver's test for the 38th time and failed. Billy Graham. And perhaps you've tried nearly that many times for a license spiritually to sit in the driver's seat of your own life. I'm asking you to move over and trust the Holy Spirit to drive and control your life. What's wrong? The Bible tells us. The Bible says the thing that is wrong is that we have a disease. It affects the whole human race all over the world, and the disease is called sin. You cannot come to Christ unless you're made uncomfortable by the Holy Spirit and He shows you that you've sinned. You cannot come to Christ unless He draws you to the cross. He may use a tragic experience. A radical change is needed in every person to find true or real fulfillment in this life, to be acceptable to God, to enter God's kingdom. Do you know Christ? Are you sure? God can give you a whole new life, a transformation that you never dreamed existed if you let him. The transformation that Billy Graham was just talking about can happen in your life if you surrender it to Jesus. Learn more about that at findpeacewithgod.net. You know, we all sometimes resist change in our lives, whether it's spiritual, physical, or emotional. That's exactly what happened to our guest, Jeff Huxford, after his car accident. He knows all about the ups and downs that happen when we go through major changes. That's why he titled his book, Finding Normal, An Uninvited Change, An Unexpected Outcome. Finding Normal first meant I was going to try to find normal or get back who I was before. That's what it meant to me. And um, at some point that kind of switched and I realized the normal I was after wasn't the normal I should have been after and that um, I should let God define what's normal for, for me and go for that. I think that's an important thing to for people to understand that. You know, don't fight it. If, if things change, God's in charge of the change and let him guide you to whatever your new might be. Great advice. We certainly appreciate Jeff sharing about his new normal and his renewed walk with Jesus. Thanks again for listening. Thanks to Phil Wickham for the music. I'm Jim Kirkland. Also want to remind you that you can find us a multitude of places, one of which is on your Echo smart speaker. All you have to do is simply ask Alexa to play GPS, God, People, Stories. And there we will be. This is GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Good news.